How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Now, before we wrap up, maybe for those listening who don't fully, can we just like lay out what needs to happen. I know we're going to do a Lions preview show, but kind of what the NFC picture like looks like after week 17. Yeah, absolutely. So for the number one seed right now, there are three teams in contention for that. You have the Eagles who can basically just clinch with a win or a tie. You've got the Cowboys that are in, like have the possibility technically to get the number one seed by winning the division. And then the 49ers can also technically be that number one seed if they beat the Cardinals and the Eagles lose to the Giants. Not sure what the Eagles and Giants game is going to look like at this point. Obviously the Giants clinched a playoff spot, so they're kind of locked in to their spot at this point. I think they'd be the sixth seed regardless. So maybe they rest some starters. We don't really know what that looks like, but you've got the Eagles and the Cowboys fighting for the NFC East title. Then you have the number seven seed, which is the only seed that the Packers are able to take at this point. They win and they're in. The Lions can take that number seven seed if they beat the Packers and the Seahawks lose to the Rams. Seattle can get that seventh seed if they beat the Rams and the Packers lose to the Lions or if they tie the Rams and the Lions and Packers tie and the Commanders lose and tie to the Cowboys. So however it shakes out, just think about it like this. Packers win, they're in. If the Lions win, they still need Seattle to lose. And if the Packers lose and Seattle wins, then Seattle's in. Okay. So if the Packers win and Seattle loses, it doesn't matter anyway. If the yeah, if the Packers win, seven seeds there. So it doesn't matter regardless what happens with Seattle or any of the other teams. So they're probably – so I ask this because we still don't have the schedule yet, right? And so I right. doubt that they're going to put the Seattle game – before the Packers Lions game, because if Seattle wins, then it doesn't matter anymore for the Lions, and that's right. no fun. Right. So, I, I, yeah, I mean, we're recording this obviously before the Monday night game, which is when a lot of the uh, these timings for the games will be reached. But I don't know at this point. I guess you know who would be the Giants are locked into the six seed. You've got the Eagles and the Cowboys, who will either end up being like the number one seed or the fifth seed, which obviously you want to host a home playoff game. But there's also a part of me that's like, hey, the fifth seed's not too bad because you have to go play the NFC South and you have to go play the Bucks. And the Bucks have not played well this year. So if you're a fifth seed, you might not care that much. The Vikings, if they're sitting at the, the number three seed, which it seems like they will be, the Vikings would host the Giants in mm. the wild card round. So really what we should care about as Packer fans is whoever gets that number two seed, which at this point seems like it could be the 49ers or the Eagles or the Cowboys. Oh boy. Well, lots to talk about when we finally get the seeding. The NFC as predicted was a hot, hot mess and <laughs> remains hot mess until the end. So before we wrap this up, any like final concluding thoughts? I just I'm I'm fortunate that the Packers are playing meaningful football in week 18 
because if you had asked me in week eight or even like 13, if I thought that, you know, we would have like a vested interest in what's happening with this Packers team, I would have said no way. So -hmm. the fact that, you know, and maybe, you know, we, we would have made it fun, right? That's what we do as Packer fans. We would have liked watching Jordan Love if that happened. Like, whatever the case would have been, it's Packer football, and we're about to be without it for a long stretch of time, and we all hate the offseason, and we all miss Packer football. But the, the fact that we get to watch our team play a meaningful game and not just a game that, you know, doesn't matter when it comes to a win or loss is really special. And, you know, I know whatever happens on Sunday, whatever happens at the Lions, if the Packers do make the playoffs or if they don't, I have grown to appreciate, you know, the tail end of Aaron Rodgers career. And I know we talked earlier this season about like, you know, what it's going to look like. Is he going to kind of fizzle out and what's going to happen if they start Jordan Love and they invest all this money in him? Like, what does that look like? And is it Mm -hmm. time to consider benching him? Then he brought the belt out and I was so nostalgic. I'm like, okay, you know, let, let the man do whatever he wants until he's ready to hang it up. So I think we're entering like a really interesting era of Packer football where it's like you said, this window is like, kind of open it's kind of shutting on them but they're kind of like forcing it open a little bit so it's going to be fun however the season shakes out I think that there is going to be a window for a little bit longer and I appreciate that because it's making me uh really appreciate a lot of the players on this team that probably won't be here in the next couple years yeah I think this season like really proved to me how much I love this team That like, regardless of record, regardless of how bad they look on the field, I will watch any game until it's over. And I don't care if they're losing. I don't care if they get shut out. I don't care if they score three points. Like there's a, there's a true, true fandom that is, I'm not sure it exists fully for any of my other sports teams. Now that aside, just a little sentimental moment. Um, I'm really proud of this team. I think like the one thing under Matt LaFleur that we have said for a couple of seasons now is when things start to spiral, they really go down the drain. And this team has come back from adversity like no other team we've ever seen before. And they think it's a real testament to his leadership of like weathering the storm of the middle of this season. And I'm sure also leadership within that locker room, right? Not just coaching, but players as well, because this is a very player led team, but this is like the one thing that's really been missing. Right. And so if this is something that can be like learned and sustained moving forward, no matter who's under center, no matter who's in that locker room, just kind of having that like, when you punch us, we punch back mentality is going to be huge, huge for this team. So I'm really excited about this. I can't believe, like you said, we have meaningful football in week 18. Um, And I don't know. I'm just grateful to have had such an interesting and fun season and we will see what happens next week. I'm trying not to look too far ahead because I don't want to be let down but this team has totally and completely sucked me in fully and we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, there's literally no better way to end this podcast. You heard it first from Perry Goldstein. It is January 2nd at 2.51 p.m. Central time. The Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Um, if that happens, I'm also going to have Perry give me all of the lottery numbers for yes. uh, <laughs> the next uh, Mega Millions. But 
that is all the time that we have for today's show. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. We know it's a long one, but there was a lot to talk about, and we're excited, and it's fun to be excited about Packer football. What a way to start the year 2023. You can follow the podcast at PWSS Podcast. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. You can follow the podcast on other socials at Packs What She Said. Thank you so much for listening. And we've got meaningful football to talk about in just a couple of days. Packers hosting the Lions. We'll have a time for you at the end of the Monday Night Football game. So thank you and go Petco. Go Petco. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.